Hello everyone, this is Dr. Mike Chua again, physical therapist, and yes, we are here at Lifestyle Vision. We're going to be talking about what is the difference between the cataract and glaucoma with Dr. Trent Martin here. We'll be back in a few seconds, okay? here at lifestyle vision shout out to lifestyle vision we are here with dr trent martin again if you're watching live comment live watching on the replay comment replay but tonight or today we're going to be talking about what is the difference between a cataract and a glaucoma we have uh, dr trent martin here dr trent could you please tell us who you are again what yeah. do you do here at lifestyle visions hey thanks dr mike yeah trent martin here at lifestyle vision we are a new practice here in thompson farms so we do cater to primary care eye care um, you know, try to cover all our bases. We, we try to do our glasses, our contacts, disease, uh, you name it. We can probably take care of it here. There so, you go. Everything uh, that's with the goal, eyes, right? We want to, we want to be the eye care. There, there you go. go. Primary eye care through lifestyle vision. Well, anyway, uh, so our topic for today, for those people who are watching live, please comment live, watching on the replay, comment replay. And if you can hear us, type in, you can hear us. Uh, so what is really the difference between a cataract and glaucoma and what is cataract and what is glaucoma, Dr. Trent? Yeah, so they, they're both things everybody knows. They affect our eyes, but they're very different. Even though they get confused a lot, they're mm -hmm. very different in their process. So one of them being cataracts, we'll, we'll start there, that cataracts is actually, it's inside our eyes. Well, both mm -hmm. are processed inside our eye. They're things we can't see without looking into our eyes, but um, Cataracts themselves are the clouding of the lens inside of our mm. eye. So uh, that sounds terrible, and, and yeah, it is. But uh, the good thing with cataracts is they are reversible, or we can remove those cataracts mm -hmm. and pretty well instantly have clear vision again. So what are the possible interventions for cataracts? And, and then, of course, another question is uh, the, the cloudiness. Is it on yeah. the middle or on the side, or is it on the front? How does that uh, uh, work? There, there are different types of mm -hmm. cataracts, but but the lens itself, it's in the middle. Now, the layers of the lens can be affected. You could have cataracts that affect the middle and outside. But Either way, you know, visual outcome is okay. blurry vision, mm -hmm. right? So, mm -hmm. um, but as far as, as preventing that sort of thing, age is, is a risk factor, of, mm -hmm. of course. I think we know that. Systemic health, you know, making sure we have our diabetes, our high blood pressure, cholesterol, all those sort of things under check mm. that that slows them. And the number one probably is UV exposure. So mm. wearing our sunglasses, that sort of thing can prevent that damage that happens to the lens that wow. causes it to cloud up. So, wow. So you heard that, ladies and gentlemen, the, they're both, you know, internal and external factors, you know, internal, basically your diet, your your blood pressure, your heart rate, your oxygen, your your diabetes, like what Dr. Trent said, and also the external factors, which is, you know, the sunlight, too much sun that goes to your eyes, the UV right. factors and everything. So 
So that's cataracts. Dr. Cataracts, yeah. Okay. And and like I said, another one that we get confused a lot when we talk with patients is glaucoma. Glaucoma. You know, it seems okay. like everybody knows some of it has glaucoma, mm -hmm. right? But um, the difference being glaucoma is actually affecting our nervous system. So mm. it's affecting the nerve that's sending the picture from our eye to our brain. Which nerve is this, Doc? Yeah, our, our crane. <laughs> Our, which cranial our nerve cranial is nerve it's our optic nerve optic right nerve. there we go yeah i'll get it mm -hmm. right there too so our optic nerve it is being damaged in glaucoma mm -hmm. and primarily there there are several risk factors we've learned more and more about it um but the most common is high pressure inside your eye high pressure okay. this is not something like blood pressure where you you know you have too much sodium or something like that and you can fluctuate it um there are a lot of factors that Unfortunately, they're outside of our control, mm -hmm. and the biggest being genetics that cause high pressure mm. in our eyes. So, um, again, uh, one of the differences, though, is unlike cataracts where we can operate, we can have instant success and, and mm. see clearly again. Um, the damage, once it's happened, is, is irreversible with glaucoma. So, oh. um, the key to both, particularly glaucoma, is early intervention mm -hmm. and I mean, finding it before. You know, our goal is to find it before you see it affecting your life. So mm, that's true. That's what we're doing. Again, if you're watching live, comment live, watching in a replay, comment replay. If you have any questions, you know, type it on the chat box right now. There's nobody yeah. typing there. But thank you very much for those people who are watching. Appreciate you. Uh, so you mentioned about optic nerve, right. you know, the, those different cranial nerves that we have, the olfactory, the optic, the auditory. So what is it with that nerve that it is? Is it? What is it that it's, uh, what, what does it, why the optic nerve? Is it from, from the back or is it just from that nerve distribution towards the eye? I mean, how does it, how does that affect, how does, how it, does it become it like a cover? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I use the example a lot of a balloon. If, if balloon. you've ever blown up a balloon too much, you know, how where you tie it off, it stretches and cones out. Mm. All right. It's kind of that same process. If the pressure inside our eye is too high, the, mm. the weakest spot for that pressure to push against is our nerve itself. So that pressure is is weakening that tissue there, oh. kind of like stretching out that balloon. So, so it's really not the nervous the the nerve itself. It's actually the high pressure right. of the the op whatever you call that the orbital pressure there and pushing against the the right. optical and nerve. Okay, that you know, like I said, there's a lot of factors that can contribute otherwise that mm -hmm. are a little more complex. But in most cases, yes, that's that's the process mm, of, of mm, how we're in glaucoma. Okay. See, see, I'm learning. Yeah. I'm learning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just a physical therapist. All I know is muscles and joints and, you know, cartilage and exercising. And now I'm learning, right? So, right. again, you're the average of the five people you hang out with. So, who are you hanging out with? Today, I hang, I'm hanging out with uh, an awesome eye doctor here. So, I'm learning about vision. I'm learning about lifestyle, right? Lifestyle vision. So, uh, so Doc, now that we've talked about the pathophysiology, you know, the causes, right? Right. Uh, what are the treatments that we can do? Mm -hmm. um, the majority of times, like I said, I'll, I'll go back to this pressure. The majority of times bringing your pressure down mm -hmm. is enough to prevent progression. Now, like I said, there's a lot of factors in that, but um, our goal is always to bring that pressure down to mm -hmm. the point where we're no longer damaging our nerve. And a lot of times that can be accomplished with eye drops alone. Eye drops, um, okay. And, mm -hmm. and the most common is is one drop at bedtime. So it sounds... Yeah. Like, oh, you know, got to take this medicine, you know, on a, on a rigorous schedule, but it's really one time a day before you go to bed. And, and that the wide majority of people, it uh, controls their pressure. So, it's like a vasodilator or 
or elastic constrictor? Eye they dropper? all have a little different mechanism of how they work, but in general, it's either to increase the outflow of fluid or decrease the production of fluid mm. to reduce the pressure inside of our eye. So we still need those nutrients coming in and fluid, you know, keeping mm -hmm. everything healthy, but um, we can regulate that pressure by either decreasing its production or increasing its outflow. So, Let me ask, you know, I'm just learning here, ladies and gentlemen. So the pressure, how does one increase their pressure in their eyes? I mean, I mean, I know blood pressure, central nervous system right. increases your, your sympathetic nervous system, high blood pressure, eating salt, but... How does one increase their pressure in their eyes? Is you know maybe I I'm looking it. at the, a beautiful girl or no, a good no. looking guy, or does that I increase my pressure? <laughs> I wish there was something that easy to spot. It mm -hmm. it is like I said, majority genetics. There's mm -hmm. there's nothing you did. There's nothing you could do to prevent it. To be honest, mm -hmm. but for some, it, it could be something like trauma, and we we damage those uh, that drainage system that that fluid's mm -hmm. going out. So now we've got a backup, and we're increasing pressure. Oh. So so trauma could be one. One you know, factor con concussion for it, is that a factor too? Um, Playing football or something like that, increasing intracranial pressure could that be a factor too? Particularly, it would need to damage the the eye itself. Mm -hmm. In most cases, okay, yeah. all right. And in most cases, it would need to. But you could, you know, as far as not veering off a little bit from the pressure things that damage blood flow to your nerve. So maybe we don't have the high pressure pushing on it, but we have a weak nerve from, mm -hmm. old, you know, cardiovascular event or something mm -hmm. even. Um, we could have poor uh, perfusion to that nerve when mm -hmm. we're laying down at night and say we're just not getting a great blood flow to it. That weaken it enough could, even under normal pressure, let it stretch out and weaken a little bit. So, so it, it's a lot of factors to it. You mentioned about the positioning. So does that affect you? I mean, you know, you, you, you're sleeping and everything. Right. Well, thank There's you very much. Uh, thank you very much, Tony, for watching live and the great information he said. So thank, thank you, Tony. You. Mm -hmm. um, yes, at, at nighttime, in a, you know, when we're laying down, is when our pressure in our eyes are highest. So oh. um, that is why those drops are generally dosed at nighttime. Is mm. So we can reduce that pressure at its highest. And, mm. and Normally my pressure is high when I'm sleeping beside my wife. It's like I'm so nervous, right? So <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so that's true. Yeah. You know, different body, different mood. Now, I normally do this with my patients too. I check their blood pressure laying down, check it sitting and check it standing and see if there's a difference of blood pressure in, in whatever their position is. And same thing when you're doing x-ray or MRI, the positioning is a big factor too, because when they're laying down, obviously there's no joint pressure. There's no pressure in their joints. And then you stand them up, obviously, boom, it will show bone and bone, right? And same thing with, you know, the pressure, uh, what he's talking about right now, there's a difference in pressure. So, so if you have that doc, do they need to go to, uh, uh, I mean, to you, to you, of course, right, right. But, uh, What's the intervention there? I mean, aside from the drops and everything, if they have increasing pressure laying down, do you recommend them sitting up or something like that? No, most cases that that's what we would do. And I mean, it, it does get worse at your, you know, typically peaks at nighttime. But um, as far as being elevated or things, I'd have to look in if, if there's mm -hmm. any studies that show that actually <laughs> reduced it overnight. I, mm. I don't know of any, to be honest. But um, for most cases, that that one drop will control it through the through the night mm -hmm. and even in when they're laying um, and, and make it through that next day until then again, that pressure will be maintained. Now there are some newer and, and like I said, it's 
still pretty new to us. We know a lot, mm-hmm. but there's still a lot we don't know. And there's a lot of new technology coming out. One of them in particular is trying to make, you know, I don't know anybody that knows how to check their pressure at home, right? Yeah. To check their eye pressure. Well, they're coming out with new devices that are wow. more patient friendly that they can take home and check and make sure just like checking your blood sugar, just like checking your uh, blood pressure. You can check the pressure in your eye and see like, okay, are we, are we getting too high and we need to do something wow. a little bit more and wow. we can always compare those numbers instead of, you know, one spot check during wow. the day seeing us. So amazing. The technology is just evolving, yeah. right? So speaking Very of quickly. technology, doc, I mean, what kind of equipments or interventions or procedures that you do here in the clinic? Like a test or whatever, aside from sell and chart, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, so of course we, we do the charts and we can check mm-hmm. acuities and all. We also, we can do autorefractor, the, the curvature of our cornea. Mm-hmm. So checking that kind of thing for, you know, other diseases like keratoconus, mm-hmm. um, uh, particular, um, we can do, uh, I know a lot of people are fans of the checking your pressure is actually here with no puff of air. So, mm-hmm. So do you, we do don't use the old puff of air, oh, you don't right? Do right? No, no, we don't at all. So oh, there's cool. a new newer device. It's actually what created that the device I was talking Ooh. about. Um, wow! So in general, it's good that you don't do that because I'm like always closing my eyes yeah, when they uh, do that to me. We've had a lot of compliments on that. Yeah, yeah. And so that's a new change. And um, in general, dry eye, you know, mm-hmm. taking care of dry eye patients. There's been a lot of things come out there. So doing some testing for dry mm-hmm. eye for our contacts, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So, and like I said, just eye health in general, being cool. able to do uh, microscope exam and that sort of thing. Wow, wow. So again, uh, could you please tell us again, where are you located, yeah. your telephone number and everything? I think I put down his uh, website and telephone number here too, so. Yeah. yeah, so we're at 1296 Union University Drive, um, and that's here in Thompson Farms, Jackson, Tennessee. Uh, and our, our phone number is 731-513-5755. So, yeah, if you have any questions or anything come up, y'all give us a call. Cool, cool. We can cool. talk about it. There you go. Well, again, thank you very much, Dr. Shrine. Appreciate you. Again, before I let you go, all of us remember the word FAST. F-A-S-T, letter F. Find friends, find people that will bring out the best in you. Find a, a doctor, an eye doctor, you know, that will bring out the best in you because you want a thorough evaluation. That's what we do, too, in our therapy clinic. Jerhab, we do a thorough evaluation on you. That way we can find the root cause of what's causing your pain, causing your weakness, you know, causing your loss of balance. And, you know, half of the time it's the eyes because they're losing balance because their eyes are weak. So it's the reason why we have lifestyle vision here too. So find people that will bring out the best thing. And next letter is letter A, take action. All this stuff that we're doing is not going to do me good. It's not even going to do Dr. Trent good if you don't take action. Take action by going here, you know, getting your eye exam. Take action just one day at a time, one step at a time. It doesn't have to be perfect. You know, just do one day at a time, okay? One step. Next is letter S. Share and subscribe. Share Lifestyle Vision. You know, you got Facebook page. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Share and subscribe on Lifestyle Vision because the more shares, the better. It may not be applicable to you, but it could be applicable to somebody else, right? Somebody who needs some eye checkup or someone else, right? And last but not least is letter T is teach it. Why? Because when you hear it, you forget. When you see it, remember. But when you're actually teaching it, it's like what uh, Dr. Trent is doing the more you understand it. So share, you know, teach to other, teach other people what you've been learning in our Facebook live. Again, thank you very much, Dr. T. Uh, Anything that, any last parting wisdom for our guest or for our group? Nothing. I appreciate it though. Thank you for coming by. Well, thank you again. Appreciate you. Be awesome. Be great. Be excellent. And then we'll see you on our next uh, Jerry Hab show. Thank you. (laughs) 